Well, good Thursday morning, everybody. It's the 5th of August, and my title today is Running After Other Gods, small g, Brings Suffering. And it goes along with Boot Camp, day number 39. By the way, if you would like a copy of 180 Boot Camp, uh, just send me an email and I'll send it to you for free. It seems like my entire life I have been pursuing certain things. Up to the age of 18, it was to graduate from high school, which was expected of me. And then four years later to graduate from college, which was also expected of me. But then four years later to graduate from graduate school. And during the last year of grad school, I was not only pursuing my degree, I was pursuing the woman who would become my wife. And by the grace of God, she still is my wife. In Psalm 16:4, David writes these powerful words. Those who run after other gods, small g, will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips, end quote. Apparently in David's day, there were people who worshipped other gods instead of the one true God. And that one true God commanded that his people, the nation of Israel, have no other gods before him. However, The temptation to do that was strong in the culture, and at that time, especially after Israel entered the promised land, where other peoples worshipped other gods. And listen, my friends, these gods were a motley crew. The big three were Moloch, Asherah, and Baal. Moloch demanded children be sacrificed to him. Asherah was a goddess of sensuality and sexuality, and her worship often involved prostitution. And Baal was kind of the universal god of fertility and worshipped to promote the idea that worshiping him would make a couple fertile, and it probably involved sexual worship. Today, I think Christians using porn is an ongoing problem, dating all the way back to Israel entering the land that God had for them and having to defeat the people of these gods. Their practices of sexual worship were extremely evil and the exact opposite of what Yahweh wanted for those he claimed to be his people. Now, I don't think it's a too much of a stretch seeing Christians using porn as but a continuation of us bowing to the goddess of sex and worshiping these other gods. It's something, it's something we do in private because we inherently know that it's wrong and we're ashamed of what we're doing. And even if one goes into an adult bookstore if there are any more, I don't know. But I went into an adult bookstore for the first time in 1982. And you go into a darkened room, you close the door, you put quarters in a machine to watch 
a short video, and then you masturbate. But when you leave, your head is down, hoping nobody who knows you will see you. So David warns us about something that I think we've already figured out. When we put another God before our God, the result will be suffering. You might not have thought about it in those terms before, but I think it is true that when we engage in sinful sexual activity of any kind, we're coming to a false God, hoping for relief from our stress and anxiety, and yet only increasing our stress and anxiety by our continued worship of sex. And if we are not able to stop this worshiping of sex on our own, which I hope you've figured out by now, then we should expect suffering for our sin. In fact, we read in Hebrews 12, verses 5 and 6, after he's warned us about the sin that so easily entangles us, he writes, quote, My son, do not take light the Lord's discipline, and do not lose heart when he rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Do you wonder why our continuing in worship of porn and sex brings discipline from God, who is our loving Father? It's actually God showing you he loves you, and he wants to help you stop before the greater damage is done by continuing in it. There are millions of Christian men who have ignored the discipline of God, who, out of his love for us, is trying to keep us from destroying our lives and the lives of our loved ones. I lived in tremendous fear for years that my wife would divorce me and my children would hate me and we would go bankrupt and lose our home and not be able to continue putting our kids through college and I would be a complete and utter failure. And I would also be completely alone, completely broken, and completely alone. These things I did not seriously consider while still worshiping porn and sex. David goes on in his song and he says, quote, I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Did you hear that? He said, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. So let's ask ourselves, what are we really looking for when we're worshiping porn? Pleasure comes to mind, but that's always followed by a greater sense of pain, fear, and shame. So it's not really pleasurable in the long run. A sense of intimacy is what we want, imagining that the people we're looking at want to be intimate with us. But we know they don't. And quite frankly, they're using us as much as we're using them. And our enemies are watching as we abandon the one true God and once again seek comfort bowing to sexual idols. 
Perhaps we need to really put into practice what David admonishes us to do a little later in the psalm. Keep our eyes always on the Lord. And you know, we also read that in Hebrews 12 too, where we read, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. What if you tried this to help you in your own battle with idolatry and the worshiping of sex and porn? What if you try fixing, that means keeping, your eyes on Jesus? Or as David wrote, keeping our eyes always on the Lord. What if as soon as you begin to be tempted, you follow these instructions first, immediately, reach up to Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit to help you in the temptation. Second, reach out to a team of others who are in the same battle and will be able to talk and pray with you. And third, doing those two things before you reach into your pants. Once again, we see the value and importance of teamwork. Stop being a lone sheep only awaiting the slaughter that you know is coming. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Be committed to a team of other men. And walk filled with the Holy Spirit. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. This is critical. So take it seriously. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.